everybody, and welcome back to Opera Off Stage. I'm Jesse, and I'm Michelle. And uh, I, I know, I know, we are deep, deep into summer now. And you want to know how I know? Uh, I have a mosquito bite directly on my forehead. On your forehead? On my forehead. I thought it was That's a zit, rude. and I touched it, and it itched, <laughs> and I was like, "What a curse!" Because there's just nothing you can do. All you have to do is like not itch it and just wait it out. I'm covered in bug bites. It is the worst. That sucks. I got a couple of mosquito bites when we were traveling to Kentucky, and I forgot how bad they hurt. They're not I feel like fun. we don't get mosquitoes a ton in California unless you're like by a lake or a body of water. They suck. Yeah, they hurt and they itch. It's so like bad. welcome to the American South. Uh, it's humid, and to make up for it, you're also going to be bitten by every insect imaginable. Congrats. That's horrible. <laughs> A warm welcome to summer. But because we are deep, deep into summer, that means that we are just absolutely rocketing towards audition season. So we're going to give a little rundown of how to get prepped for audition season, for the school year. Just another little rundown to get us reset. Yes, but before we jump into that, I just need to talk about... Uh, Josh Groban and the 2023 revival of Sweeney Todd because <laughs> I am unwell. I am unwell. Connor and I, all we do is listen to the couple selections that they've released so far. And I have never been like the biggest Josh Groban fan, but he sounds better than he ever has in his entire career. And that's just a fact. That's just kind of wild to me because honestly when i saw the clip of sweeney todd from the tonys i was uh unimpressed <laughs> a little what? bit how do you listen to it yeah i mean I, well i haven't listened to the release tracks no i should say i'm talking about originally all they had was the clip from the tonys mm -hmm. i like the choreography i think it's kind of fun um but i i think maybe it was just the wrong choice to showcase it could be. I don't know. Jesse, you got to give it a listen. And if you haven't listened to it, you got to listen to it because Josh Groban sounds so freaking dreamy. I have nothing against And he's Josh like Groban. Sweeney Todd. And you're like, I'm not supposed to be fangirling over Sweeney Todd. This is like also unwell. But oh my God, his voice. <laughs> he has this amazing baritone quality that I've like just never heard in his voice because he always sings like more in a tenor range. And I was talking about it with Connor and he was like, well, he's also getting older. So he's probably just getting some of that like deeper warmth that, you know, men get when they get older. But oh, I, I, I don't know. Doesn't even matter because he sounds so good. We should do a bracket for like best Sweeney Todd. Oh, Josh Groban, hands down. He's so I. There are so many Sweeney Todd's. I need you to, to calm down before you make your choice. I made my choices made. <laughs> no, it seems like my boy Joshy. <laughs> it's good. There's a he, there's an a, opera singer like who's done it, right? Probably. I mean, he does sound very like golden age musical theater. Bryn Terfel, like bordering. Bryn Terfel no did way. Sweeney Todd with Emma Thompson. I did not know that. Right? See, I'm telling you, you have to do research. You can't just choose Josh Groban. I'm blindly. <laughs> I refuse I, to listen to any evidence to the contrary. It is yeah, Josh Groban. <laughs> I I refuse to look at any other facts. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta trust me on this one, guys. He sounds so good. So check it out. You will not be disappointed. But anyways, uh, <laughs> enough of me fangirling about Mr. Josh. Um, 
let's get into kind of what we need to do and what you should prep to do um, in your summer. We only have, what, a month left of true summer before we start hitting September. So let's get into it. If you haven't already, we always like to say, and we probably sound like broken records at this point, but it's hard to have a plan and make progress if you don't start with clear goals. So whenever I take on a project, especially like how often do you have three months really of more free time than you would normally have, regardless of whether or not you're in school, to really focus on accomplishing something. So you might want to ask yourself, what do I want to accomplish this summer? What skills do I need to improve? And what skills can I maybe add to my list? A lot of summer is just setting yourself up for success so that when you come back from summer, whether it's the next semester of school or audition season, like Jesse said, or maybe you just graduated from undergrad or postgrad or um, a further degree and you're like, okay, I'm out in the quote unquote real world. How can I set myself up for success? Yeah, I think it's easy to fall into the trap of, you know, oh, I'm going to do what I feel like I should be doing as opposed to focusing on like what it is that you actually need to and want to accomplish. You know, it's easy to be like, well, I'll just practice every day. But that's a very unguided experience. Yeah. If you're just floating around kind of repracticing things you've always done. So really try to hone in on what it is that you you're really looking to do do you want to you know learn a new aria before you head back to school are you prepping for auditions get very very specific for it yeah if you're like I don't really know where to start (laughs) I have summer I've got these months I have my plan but I don't really know the best course of action to take or maybe you're just like I don't know I, I I outside of school I have no idea what I should be working on that's okay you can't really go wrong with these activities If you're currently in school, role study is amazing, especially if you're on like the vocal performance or opera side, if you're on the instrumental side, you know, studying scores, um, picking out different pieces of music, um, maybe learning some solos for different concertos, like doing all of that is really good. But, you know, whether you're immersing yourself with a score or studying a role, all of this is resume building. You know, maybe you don't have the opportunity quite yet to do that piece with orchestra or with an ensemble, whatever it may require, but still learning that and being ready for it in the future when that opportunity could come your way puts you you know in a really good spot Um, maybe your school will do the opera you know in a year or two that you've studied or maybe you know what's coming up and so you're going to study the role ahead of time all of this is really really great resume building and also I find the biggest thing that can set you back during summer honestly is doing nothing at all It's losing those day-to-day skills, letting your skills become duller instead of sharper. And while there's totally a place for just like completely vegging out and like not touching your work for a prolonged period of time, it's going to really set you back. And you don't want to start the school year building back your foundation. So stuff like role study, stuff like studying scores is a really good way to just jump right back into it. Exactly. And another just like another really good thing you can be working on always, always, always is language. There's really never an end to the corrections you can make. Just sounding um, better and more accurate and with clear enunciation. I think we all kind of get a little loosey-goosey sometimes with our older arias. 
So it's always good to go back in and refresh yourself on the actual IPA for what you're singing. And, you know, are your double consonants as clear as they could be? There's there's nothing you really can't continue to polish. Music is a lifelong endeavor. <laughs> it's a Sisyphean task. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing is that, you know, you might... I know that the struggle is sometimes during the summer you maybe move back home. Um, or you're traveling, or you maybe don't have access to your normal voice teacher or your coach, it's important to still keep up with having coaching sessions and coaching your music. And sometimes the solution is doing something over Zoom. I mean, through the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people have become more savvy on doing online coachings and online lessons. Or maybe you even work with a different coach and you know a lot of people have different opinions about this but I think that it's good uh, to try out different coaches especially maybe not always voice teachers but coaches definitely to get some different perspective and get used to working with different people it's also a great time just to network within your city you know and meet different musicians because you're going to be home for months at a time at different times in your life and it's always handy to have in your back pocket people you know you can work with I mean that takes us to exactly stuff that you can do outside of school, which is networking. You can always start to meet and work with people in your city, whether it's coaches or teachers. You never know who's going to know someone who knows someone, whether it's for programs or choirs or, you know, any of those things. And it's always good to know more people. I really struggled when I moved back to Tennessee because I I don't know the music scene out here. And I kind of regret not networking more earlier on. Yeah. So those are a couple of things that I think that are always just, you can't go wrong with those, especially if you're in school. It's always a good idea to keep those skills sharp. And if you're outside of school, recently graduated or have been graduated for a while, or maybe you're taking a couple gap years, something that if you're looking to get into programs, if you're looking to do competitions, then obviously you're going to want to work and rework your audition package. It's just kind of one of those annoying things that lives with a singer throughout your life. You're just constantly trying to figure out the best arias that you feel good about, that you enjoy performing, that also, you know, fit your voice and fit what you are planning to audition for. So continuing to just listen, 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 checking out different lists of popular arias. You know, I see at least once a week on these different music Facebook groups of people being like, hey... I'm a high baritone and I normally sing these and this is my audition package. Like, what would you add or what are new rep? Um, If I'm looking for a French aria, like, does anybody have any suggestions? Like, there's a lot of that online that you can use and listen and kind of figure out what, you know, sparks your fancy. But uh, reworking your audition package is a great time to do over summer. Yeah, absolutely. And if if you feel like your your audition package maybe is getting a little dry, try doing the role study for the arias you've picked out. Start learning the full roles, which means that if you do end up getting cast for one of these arias, you actually are just so far ahead of the game. It will save you massive amounts of time and you'll gain a lot of better character understanding in the process. Yeah. And once again, like you said, for in-school networking within um, your city, but also like it's 10 times more important to do that once you're out of school. I think probably one of the rudest awakenings is life outside of school for any degree, but I feel like especially 
music because your you know allotted performances per year are kind of scheduled in they're kind of guaranteed um you know networking and access to master classes and notice of different competitions and local groups and all this stuff is so accessible and easy when you're in school and then once you're out and you stop having access to that constant flow of news and resources and you know people having your back it can be a really rude awakening so the more that you can start networking with your peers uh, you know with recent graduates who are maybe a couple years ahead of you you know in the in the rat race (laughs) so to speak um, is really important because you know musicians get other musicians gigs referrals are a lot of how gigs happen and how you might end up on a sub list you've been trying to get on you know and so networking is so so important yeah I mean there's really in school or out of school there's never a bad time to be networking also when you're outside of school I know this is a little old-fashioned but it has always served me well to just keep a couple business cards in my wallet at all times. And of course, any time that I don't have them on me is the time that somebody Ooh, asks very for them. true. And it drives me bonkers. But it's just one of those things where it's like, let's be real. Unless you have like an hour conversation with somebody, they're not going to remember where, what your Instagram handle or what your website URL was. Like, it's just easier to just give the business card and then the balls in their court if they are serious about networking with you or collaborating or hiring you for an event or gig it's just an always a good thing to have and I think a lot of people think that it's like super outdated but I don't know I've gotten quite a few gigs from passing out business cards so it's it's not a bad idea I mean that's a good point and it kind of brings us to like some of the more universal things you can do making sure you have business cards updating your resume your website, your headshots. It's a really good time to go ahead and get ahead of the game on your socials, especially, like I said, heading into audition season and heading into time where people will be thinking about hiring and will be looking at those kind of things. It's a very nice time to just get those things scheduled and out of the way. And just, you know, if you need some help with that, don't forget we do have a resume template, which is is great because that's exactly what I did in college, which was make Michelle send me her resume. Um... (laughs) 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 and now you can have access to it on our website (laughs) now you can also steal michelle's resume (laughs) congratulations we are all now michelle (laughs) you're welcome no but it's it's just one of those things where you know updating a resume or you know recreating a resume from scratch building or revising a website updating headshots they're just things that take planning and they're always things that take more time than we think they will. And we just never have that kind of time, whether it's during the school year or, you know, the holiday season, God forbid, or spring. Like, summer is really the best time where you can set, you know, a couple hours aside to get done what you need to get done. And usually it's pretty rare that you can go a year without updating one of those things. And so... Just make it a priority, get it done, and you'll be super happy that it's done and you can enter audition season with everything that you need to feel confident on exactly. the digital side. And it just, they're always going to take longer than you think. <laughs> so just knock them out early. Well, but there's also nothing worse than going to, like, having an audition and then a couple days before really like, oh, shoot, my resume 
like is horribly out of date or being like I don't have any of my upcoming performance and recordings on my website now I need to spend two hours like sorting through this or just being like I literally don't look like my headshot right now or like I'm just not happy with this old headshot and it's just like when it comes down to crunch time it creates such unnecessary stress over around an already stressful audition you know and so it's just like take care of it ahead of time so you don't gotta be stressing i'm gonna photoshop my forehead bug bite into my headshot still gonna be here at this point (laughs) this is the real me yeah this is this is just my (laughs) life now um another really good one that you can always be working on is dance and acting classes i always think that this gets a little tricky for people because you know depending on what exactly you do you're like well what dance what acting can i take any of them. Trust me. Right now I'm in an, an on-screen acting class, like for, you know, film and television. It's still making me a tremendously better actor for just getting up every week and performing with people. So don't sweat so much about the type, because I'm a person who gets real in my head about planning, and I'm like, well, I'm not really going to use this style of dance, and it doesn't matter. Getting movement into your body and learning choreography will make you a better dancer, and getting up and acting every week will make you a better actor, regardless of whether it's specific to opera. Exactly. Once again, if like skills and talents left to become dusty and rot aren't going to be sharp. Like it's so funny. I, even like with languages, I've noticed that sometimes the IPA symbols have started to slip my brain, where I'm like, oh, what is this vowel in IPA? When I'm like looking at something else, or like. Even I'll be reading something in German and I'll be like, oh, is this this vowel or that vowel? It's like you just got to work it into your routine because, you know, if you don't put time into it, it will leave your brain. For sure. Same with dance. Same with acting. You got to you got to keep working on those things. That's another one of those where it's just you can never not improve. There is always another level to be reached with all of these things. And even though sometimes we don't put them at the forefront, they will make you a tremendously better actor and they will set you apart when you are auditioning when you can say like oh I've got x years of dance experience and I I also have done film acting and I've also done you know Shakespeare or whatever um there's there's no end to what can improve and finally the other thing you can get working on are the things that are separate from music and often funded the side hustles (laughs) it is a great time to start considering like how you're going to build in your work-life balance once once you have school or once, you know, the f- just general fall activities start to pick up again, or once you're doing the audition season and work and practice, go ahead and start kind of pacing out how you're going to do those things. I'm in the midst of trying to make all of that work. And w- right now, essentially what I'm pursuing is is gaining a skill set that will allow me to work less hours for more money, what we all aspire to. So whether it's certifications Or maybe you're building on like a little self-sustaining side hustle. Like now is the time to start planning that out so that those things are already in place once the crazy season starts. Yeah, I feel like working remotely and working online is something that just really can be well suited to the life of a musician. And with increased demand, I feel like getting those kind of jobs is starting to become like a little bit more difficult because a lot more people are entering that kind of workforce and so doing certifications um doing like a course even doing like free tutorials on youtube like there's a lot that you can do to continue to build other skills that can like jesse said support your music stuff and give you the flexibility to do music whenever you want uh, which is why i love the digital life 
yeah, there it doesn't always have to be just all music. If you feel pretty good about your routine that you've set up for yourself about keeping your skills sharp, then maybe there's some leeway in your schedule to learn a new skill. Exactly. So I hope this has helped you kind of reframe how to make the most of this last, you know, month, month and a half or so of summer and really come into this next season really prepared and excited. <laughs> I was totally. about to say, because I, I know like I'm not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I feel like this is just one of our inevitable episodes that we record every year. And partially it's for our listeners and uh, the other 50% is that it's for us and it's our own reminder to listen to our own advice. But, you know, it's it's hard. There's travel. There's time off. There's you got a gazillion things going on during the summer. You're going to have the temptation to just cruise through it and not work on stuff. And you just got to kind of find what fits best for you and what will, like we said, set you up for success. So we hope you guys have a great summer. Let us know what you guys are up to. You can always chat with us in our Discord. And our pretty much our main hub of everything Opera Offstage lives on our Instagram, which is at Opera Offstage. You can connect with us there and chat. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.